0: Welcome to this Hypnobirthing 20 Questions series, where I have taken the 20 most asked questions on Google about hypnobirthing and will answer them for you. My name is Sophie Fletcher. I've been a clinical hypnotherapist and a doula for nearly 20 years. I'm also the best-selling author of Mindful Hypnobirthing and Mindful Mama. I've been at plenty of births and I know what works and what doesn't. The questions I'll answer will be from the practical to the provocative. Today's episode answers the question, hypnobirthing when induced. I was a little bit sad to see this in the top 20 questions, but I think it really reflects How our maternity system has changed over the last 20 years. Rates of induction have doubled, but we haven't changed much at all. So, induction is when the medical team say they want to use some intervention to get your baby to come before your labour starts naturally. So, that might be in the form of what's known as a a pessary, which is when they put a tablet in your vagina. It may be in the form of a little balloon catheter, when they put insert a little balloon up near your cervix, or it may be in the form of pitocin, or which is um, a form of artificial oxytocin through a drip. So those are the different ways to induce. There are lots of mixed feelings about induction and The majority of births are induced for reasons like their due date is coming up, or for other things like gestational diabetes, perhaps. So if you've done a hypnobirthing course, your hypnobirthing teacher may talk to you about due dates and about how the window of your baby coming is between 37 and 42 weeks. That's a five-week window. But the but induction is usually done earlier than 42 weeks. And You have lots of other choices. So it's good to explore those options. Maybe have a chat with your teacher, do some research online, but always know that you don't have to be induced. You can say no. And part of hypnobirthing is giving you the courage and the confidence to be able to explore your options and make a decision that's right for you. And to really understand your individual risk based on your situation. The one thing that kind of have a theory about because I've been seeing quite a lot of this is with hypnobirthing one of the fundamental things of a hypnobirthing course is understanding the nature of fear and tension and pain and the role of oxytocin and adrenaline. Now adrenaline is perfectly normal hormone to have during birth. It's not a baddie. It's there as a lookout. And it's something, a very natural response in your body to say, hey, look, you don't feel 100% safe. Something's not quite right here. Let's just get you somewhere safe so that you can carry on with your labor. And oxytocin is the hormone that keeps your contractions moving. But You'll have learned in a hip rebirthing course that it's very private, it's shy, it's unobserved. And if it doesn't feel those things, it's going to hide away. So you can't have oxytocin and adrenaline at the same time. As you get towards those final weeks of pregnancy, if you don't notice any changes in your body or you've got other underlying anxieties, um, that adrenaline can start to rise. And If you are feeling fearless and full of confidence and there's no adrenaline, you would find that the oxytocin is starting to rise, maybe even days or weeks before labour starts. But that adrenaline can put a stop on the oxytocin that is getting your labour starting. So if someone says to you, for example, right, we're going to set your induction date for next week. If you really don't want to be induced, what is the first thing you feel? It's disappointment. It's fear. I've done all this work and all this preparation for nothing. It's a horrible feeling. And so if you're in that situation, I would want you to explore um, on how you can get that adrenaline down and how you can keep that oxytocin up. So think back to your hypnobirthing tools. Think about your breathing, thinking about your tracks, think about all the things you've learned bring that adrenaline down and know that a lot can happen in a week. You could have nothing going on one day and be holding your baby the next. Who knows? So it's letting go of that fear and allowing that oxytocin to rise. And so I think that's a really important part. If you're asking the question, can I be induced with hypnobirthing? It's thinking about what that fear state is within you and also doing your research, knowing what is important to you what your individual risk is and if at the event you are induced you certainly can use the tools that you've got you can use the breathing tools the environment tools I think a lot of hypnobirthing courses now should really include how to use the tools flexibly in the event that something changes. I certainly do. And I also offer an individual mini course on that. So if you are in that situation, that can be really helpful. Or go back to your hypnobirthing teacher and say you know, I'm in this situation. Can you just remind me of some of the things we learned? Is there anywhere I can go for more information? And they should be able to guide you. So the Bathing can really help you get out of that fear state. It, if you've got a teacher, it can help signpost you to resources that can help you make a decision that's right for you. And you can apply um, the tools to the process of induction. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to check out more of my content, like and follow me on YouTube and Instagram at mindfulhypnobirthingbook. Or if you're interested in any of my products or services or courses, go to sophiefletcher.co.uk.